the whole goal always for me has been to learn as much as I can about myself and how to make myself enjoy a situation and guide someone there. Like if someone were to come up and ask me, what do you want to be able to articulate that in a clear way, I think is a great goal for everyone to have for their own bodies in general. And it takes time to figure it out and it evolves. Yeah, that would be the breakfast of champions. I really yeah. love cream pies, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Two and 12 hours. She's a champion. Yeah. <laughs> of all varieties. <laughs> um, so everybody, welcome to another episode of Girls Gone Deep. I'm Elle. And I'm V. And we have two special guests today with us. So we have Ace and Jess joining us because we have a special topic today. And I have to start off by saying I'm not doing an intro. I got some feedback from some people that you no longer have to say <laughs> that you're non-monogamous talking about sex and all that fun stuff. <laughs> oh my God. I did not hear that. That's so funny. So we're- I had no idea. You're non-monogamous? Oh my God. Exactly. <laughs> you, you actually still kind of did it though. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Um, so we're happy that you two are here because we, uh, we called you guys last night and we were FaceTiming and talking about edging and we have so much to dive into with this topic about not coming and for how long and all this fun stuff. Well, because it, it actually came on my radar because Ace, I think last weekend when you guys hosted to be clear, all of you listening, you have heard about this couple. This is the Atlanta couple that we've <laughs> talked about. So now they have names. Um, but you guys hosted last week. And then I was talking to Jay and Mommy and, about some sexual stuff you guys did. And we were like, oh, yeah. <gasps> Ace, you edge. Oh, my God. What's that like? Holy shit. We need to put this on the podcast. So... <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> we have a special treat for you because I have been edging Ace since last night oh. for you specifically. And he was definitely ready to not be edging at a certain point. And I was like, no, after, after we record. Ooh. So you're waiting. Oh my God. I love that. <laughs> so I mean, that's one of the questions that I have for you. What does it do for you? Like, what are you experiencing right now in your body? It's a good question. I think it, um, <clears throat> It like prolongs the sexual experience. So uh, for me, I have quite a long refractory period. And if I come, then I need quite a long time, I think, before I'm ready to go again. But edging allows me to keep enjoying it. And it kind of gets to the stage where you can almost feel like you're coming, like having a mini orgasm. So I see it that I'd rather have lots of mini orgasms than one big orgasm and then nothing after um so it just makes me feel that as time goes on it doesn't have to be for days it can just be over the course of one day but it's um it just makes me feel really horny by the end of it um, so are you like super horny right now <laughs> I'm, I'm i could go right now <laughs> this morning he woke up and was like i've had a boner all night <laughs> Well, so, okay, we, I have so many questions, but so the refractory period, did you discover this? I don't know when you became more sexual or started exploring in the lifestyle, because I would imagine that if you were monogamous and maybe, or non-monogamous and like not just having long sexual sessions where you want to go again after you orgasm, like that wouldn't be an issue. So when did you discover edging? I think uh, lifestyle definitely kind of made me realize um, more so. Like you said, I've had monogamous relationships before and that was you'd have sex and come and that would kind of be it, go to bed or whatever. Um, But obviously with lifestyle, you might want to play with multiple people and um, it's not always kind of a, a one and done things happen over the course of the night. And I want to be able to participate in that. So I don't know. So, I mean, some of it, I might even be wrong because I'm kind of scared to try, but I, I don't want to come early just in case. And then like, no, I'm done now. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, but I think it definitely brought it to my attention um, for sure. 
So, so you find that once you come once in a night, you can't get back in later on or a couple hours later, like how, how long is your refractory period? It's been a while since I've tried, I'd say hours though, not, not minutes. Like I, I, there are some people that we've met through lifestyle who can don't really have a refractory period even, um, which I'm very jealous of. Um, so yeah, but it's, it's been a while since I've tried and part of that, I mean, I don't know if it's actually a good thing now because it, it could just be like a, a psychological, I'm kind of in my head about it. Um, but yeah, I'm almost scared to come too early Um, the the, the, the downside of that is sometimes we play multiple times during the the course of a night and then I don't come and then the play stops and everyone goes to bed and I'm like oh shit I wish I'd come earlier but yeah so there there is a downside well it's so it's so interesting because I resonate with you and your refractory period so some women like once they come usually that's like the kickstarter and then boom they can come again and have multiple orgasms and they just keep going and going and going where for me I can orgasm multiple times in a night, but I have a capacity. So once I start passing four or five, my orgasms don't get as strong. They're a little bit weaker and weaker. And then sometimes I just can't get there. So then I actually end up needing a break, needing a refractory period, losing my desire to continue having sex. So I admire that you have found a strategy. So to, to not come so that you can last. So I will do that too sometimes. So I'll edge during plagues. I'm like, I don't want to come yet. I don't want to come yet because I know that I'll start to like use up my ammo and I'm going to run out of ammo soon. <laughs> okay, so That's I'm so good. opposite. When I come, I get hornier and I want – I get greedy. I want more orgasms. Yes. because mm-hmm. You too, Jess? Yeah, same. Yeah. like For I, sure. I, I mean – I. I find myself even like less horny if I haven't had sex for a couple of days. I'm like, eh. it's almost like the blood stops flowing down there. And like, I need to remind it what to do and how to what have an missing. orgasm. And then it's like, oh my God, I want more of this. So, more, more, more. Yeah. Give me, give me, give me. Yeah. Jess, have you ever practiced edging yourself? I haven't actually. And I think it's probably because for a while, um, it was maybe harder for me to come. Um, and I've learned a lot more about myself and I'm able to get there easier now. But before I would have said I'm someone that is a challenge to make come. So then if it's close, it's like, no, you need to do it now because if you don't, then it might not happen again. And mm-hmm. you're, I'm like here. And if it stops in that moment, then you know, I'm like, you might never get there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, It might not happen again. Like don't waste it. (laughs) And I feel that like the frustration feeling because yeah, it's hard to, to get there for me too. That's interesting. Yeah. And so on, on the topic of of multiple orgasms, I have a, a question for you, Ace, because it came up, something that you said that stood out to me was that you have little mini orgasms throughout your play, but you don't ejaculate. So it's interesting to talk about that because as a female, when I see a guy ejaculate, I equate that to orgasm, but they are two separate things and you can have an orgasm without ejaculating. So oh yes, this gives men the capability to have multiple orgasms like women, which I think is fascinating. So you said earlier, you have mini orgasms. That's right. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I did say that. Yes, um, I don't know if I describe it as an orgasm. Like it's, it's definitely not as good as an ejaculatory orgasm, um, but it is a. It feels really good because because the, the whole point of the edging is to get really close and then to to stop, um, and yeah, after you've done that a few times, getting really close, it does feel really good. I don't know if orgasms too strong a word for it so maybe I exaggerated slightly but it's, there's definitely something there it feels really good it's very pleasurable maybe you're at that plateau point of arousal because as I was doing research for edging it was like talking about the different stages of arousal and so like you know stage one is when your heartbeat starts intensifying and like your face gets flushed and you get heated right and then you reach this plateau point of and I experienced this last night where like, cause you were asking me about it, Elle, you were like, wow, I can't really tell like when you actually came because yeah. 
I said it was hard to tell when your orgasm started and stopped because it feels like a long time of moaning and noises. And I'm like, wait, is she going? So you have longer orgasms than I've ever seen. Like, Well, but to Ace's point, I don't know that I would call like that plateau period before the actual peak an actual orgasm. So, and I'm looking for the fucking peak, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So, so that plateau I really resonate with and it does feel almost like, like you're so close to getting there and like everything's building up and it feels so fucking good and everything's tingling and (laughs) like ready. clit is just like ready to explode. So I, 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 cannot imagine the self-control that it must take to say, no, babe, stop me now. (laughs) 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 So with the edging, who is in control of the final release, the orgasm? Who decides? Like, Ace, are you always in charge of that? Like, you decide when you want to come finally in orgasm? I think a a mixture. It it depends, really. Um, I'd say yes most of the time, but I know like last night we were playing the two of us, and I definitely would have, but just said no. So I was like, okay. <laughs> so now I get now I get a reward for going on your wonderful podcast. Yes. Well, so to that point, do you associate it with BDSM and doming and subbing? Uh, I haven't really. Um, I'll tell I'll tell you a bit later about why I started it and that um there's definitely something to it like I was playing with mummy last week actually and um we were playing a game and she was my sub for an hour and I essentially just edged her for most of the hour and I I don't know if that's something she'd really experienced before um but that was definitely a kind of BDSM you know scenario or scene um, so it was orgasm denial. But, yeah, 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 exactly. At the end of the hour, she she was allowed to have an orgasm. Um, so yeah, that was definitely BDSM. So th- there is there is some overlap there. But I'd say generally, Jess and I, we we do have some BDSM scenes, but they're usually discussed and agreed and upfront. So on day-to-day basis, no, I, I don't think it's really, really BDSM, but there's definitely some overlap. Yeah. And another thing to think about in all of this is, is it consensual edging? So do both partners want it to be a prolonged sexual experience? Um, and making sure that that is a pleasurable thing for both partners. Because sometimes I just want it to be like done and over with. And because because with edging, you can do it, you know, over weeks or you can do it in one night. Um, Elle, you said that you and M have ex- uh, explored it in like one night. Is that correct? Yeah, I would say more frequently than not because... When we have sex, we, I would say 99% of the time, we always orgasm together at the same time. And so when we're both close to coming, then I'd be like, wait, I don't want to come yet. Are you ready yet? Are you ready yet? And then they're like, no, no, I need a little bit more time. Or, or he'll say, don't come yet. Don't come yet. Not yet as a way of that BDSM type of control thing. Um, You know, I'm having too much fun. Not yet. You know, that kind of thing. So we'll do it within one day or one play session, but that's probably as far as we've done it. And then sometimes too, we've actually in play situations or weekends or vacations in a way to get ourselves sexually going, like we'll have sex in the morning or in the middle of the day and like get each other going and hot and getting close to coming and then not. So that when we go out with others and we're with other people that we're sexually charged and we're ready to kind of transmute that into something else. Ace also is very focused on me coming as well. So There'll be times when he'll, you know, play with me, blindfold me and play with me. And I have no idea what he's doing, but it's magical for like an hour and then (laughs) might not come at the end of it. But I feel that he's pretty satisfied. Like we'll have sex, but maybe then the next day we'll have sex again. And you don't seem to be like sad about that. It's generally your choice to prolong it. Not Mm -hmm. because I'm saying you can't, you know, you're more focused on me. Yeah. I wanted to get your opinion on that, Jess, as like you know, 
we see, like I said earlier, like we see ejaculation and male orgasms as like a finisher. And I think it's been culturally ingrained in us that that's, that's when sex is satisfied and done. So yeah. we, more of your experiences don't have that. So do you notice that shift? Are you cognizant of that? Does it bother you? It definitely doesn't bother me. I mean, I, how lucky am I to have a partner who wants me to come way more than he does, you know, that's pretty fucking lucky. Yeah. <laughs> um, but as someone that has a cum fetish, you know, I also love the cum, but you know, then saving it up, there's just more of it for me to enjoy later. So there's always a bonus there, you know? <laughs> and and that's what mommy said last week. Cause she was talking about how you guys played late in the morning. And then I think it was you and Jay came on her face and he, she was like, yes. Ace hadn't come in weeks. And so he, he, there was so much cum bukkake mm-hmm. all over my face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it filled my it whole eye socket. It was a lot. Oh yeah. It was a lot. Well, so do you notice a difference in the amount of cum or, I don't know, even the thickness of the cum if you've come multiple days in a row versus waiting a week to come? Yeah. Like the taste of it, everything. What's different? It's a big old load. (laughs) (laughs) Does it taste the same? I would say so, to be honest. Yeah. Maybe it's more nutrient rich, you know, it's been brewing longer. (laughs) Incarnating. Yeah. And then do your balls hurt at any point, Ace, if if you don't come for that long because they're so full? No, no. I mean, I've never done it for like a month or something. I've I've done some research online before and I see some people do, or like even six months and things like that. No, I've never done it for that long, but like a week um no my my balls don't hurt mm. at all um definitely a larger quantity of cum for sure <laughs> i think actually it's it's not the thickness thing it's quite an interesting question i actually think it is less thick i think it's like more watery if anything i, I have no idea why and i don't know if that's scientifically true but that's just my observation yeah i mean theory it. tells me like don't make it thicker there's not a lot of space in here we need to make more yeah, right yeah. <laughs> But but speaking of, of length of time, you talked about months and, and weeks, right? This is really often practiced in like tantric sex, right? They they this is the idea around like spirituality and that sexual energy can bring out more creative energies. So I had a friend who would withhold orgasms, kind of the same way you would edging, but he would do it for two or three weeks at a time. But he did it because one, he would be more creative through the day. He would have more energy. He would be more sexually charged. So it, it like almost as if it um, helped him in his day-to-day life of functioning. Do you find that l- by holding orgasms, you're different during the day with your energy and mood? Uh, I think more sexually charged. I, I, I'm i not a particularly creative person outside of the bedroom. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so I, uh, I don't. Don't really notice that. It it doesn't help with my uh, building spreadsheets very much. Um, But energy wise, I don't know really. I I mean, I feel, I feel tired quite a lot. So I'd say probably not on that one for me. Say it's not Um, working if that's the case. He's a sleepy sausage. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you need to wait longer so we can see if you know you'll give you some energy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it if you all do it. Oh, oh no way. Do a challenge. <laughs> okay. Can I, it'll be like the new ice bucket challenge. The new no coming for two weeks challenge. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't know if I could do it, honestly. Because <laughs> <laughs> then it, it really, like, lessens my sex drive. So it's just – Mm-hmm. I don't know, opposite for me. Like right now, yeah. because I came yeah. twice yeah. last night, like I can feel, I can feel my pussy right now and just like it wants more. <laughs> and yeah. You're ravenous. I'm ravenous. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like a muscle. The more that you use it, the more it wants it. But then as soon as you stop, it kind of goes away a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, like some people, when they do this too, like you're edging, but you're still having sex throughout the whole right in between. And so do you ever go through periods where you're like, nope, I'm not not only am I edging, but I'm not even going to have sex. Have you ever done periods like that? Uh, I think we, I mean, over the course of my life, I've definitely had spells where I've not had a lot of sex. Um, But no, that's, that's not something really look for. I, I like the 
getting close and then stopping it, it feels good. So it's not just not coming or not having sex. It's it, I want to get close and then stop. I think you've mastered that too. Oh, okay. So what yeah. is your method for stopping? Because I know that's there- an evolution, right? Stopping. If you don't stop at the right point, then it's like you've gone too far. I feel like you've gotten really good at knowing that. Walk us through your stages of arousal. So let's go back to like why I started it because I think that answers the question uh, or partly answers the question. So to start with, it was a way of, you know, when you're younger, you, you, have sex I lost my virginity at 14 and I was a little bit of a slut um (laughs) naughty boy let's say um and it kind of reached stage where I wanted to be able to last longer and I felt like if you could get close and then be able to stop so when you're a teenager for me it was you know you, you get close you come and then that was it and I thought if I could master if I could be in control of when I actually ejaculate then I'd be able to last longer in bed and be a better partner um so that's kind of how it started out so it was just solo and I'd bring myself close and just kind of understand my body and the feelings and like you said the the kind of stages of arousal um so that I could have full control over it and then I discovered that I actually really liked it and it felt really good um so that's kind of how it started out and yeah one of the reasons that i like so this was back when you were a teenager yeah yeah i've been doing it for quite a long time i mean maybe maybe yeah late teens probably i i discovered this sure wow but you were not in the lifestyle then no 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 so just wanted to be a better lover have you (laughs) ever had any lovers who didn't like it or didn't respond well I don't to think it? They, I think I, I did that in my own time then more. So I, I don't think I'd ever really discussed that with my previous partners. So then partners. you saved up your load so for something your... something I just did. <laughs> your, your yeah, well, yeah. That, I mean, there was partly that. I So I don't masturbate now. Um, we Yeah, I just, I just don't anymore. But when I used to... I had a few situations where I wasn't having a lot of sex with previous partners and I would then jerk off and I'd come. And then, you know, as I said about the refractory period, I always knew, and it happened quite a few times, that when I did, they would then want to have sex. And it was like, <laughs> you haven't wanted to for ages and now you do. And I literally came like an hour oh ago. My God. Um, mm. and, I don't, and I don't really want to now. So then I was like, oh shit, like that, that can't keep happening because then it looks like I'm not interested and I don't know it's not not good for us so then I was like okay what about if I edge and then if they do want to have sex I'm still down for it so I'm not in my refractory period um but I still get the the good feelings and it actually makes me want to have sex more so Mm. I'm more likely to or was more likely to instigate something with them. So as Jess said, you are now really kind of in tune with your body and you know when it's going to come so what I guess early on, how has it evolved? How did you stop yourself from coming then? How do you stop yourself from coming now? Now I can, it depends. Like if it's with Jess, I can just say to her, I'm I'm getting close, stop. Uh, If it's with someone else and I want to prolong that, I can just control it now by changing tempo or... Yeah, how, you know... Um, like redirecting to something mm. else, like focusing on a different experience yeah. rather than just but I, I, sex. But but, but I, can ca- I can carry on having sex. It's just changing tempo or uh, how much you're sliding in and out, kind of how, how deep you're going, mm. et cetera. Um, so it, yeah, can kind of just control it like that. Yeah, with me, he'll there, tell there me are, he's there close. Are t- there are times for sure where I'm just like, a no, stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I find that really sexy. I know when like Jay sometimes is like fucking me doggy style, that's when he usually comes and like he'll slow down and just like hold on to my hips. And I'm like, no, babe, don't stop. Don't stop. Keep going. And he won't <laughs> do it. Like he won't listen to me. And I know 
then that he's stopping himself from coming because he wants to last longer. But I, in my little like brat mind, I'm like, no, fucking keep fucking me. Do it. Stop it. Like, I don't want you to stop. And then, and then he'll start up again. And it's, it's so hot, that kind of self-awareness. And like, it just makes me think of that kind of double standard of like men who have a lot of experience and know themselves well and know how to fuck really well are sluts and that makes them better lovers. Whereas women who are like that, not so much anymore in our lifestyle and the people that we know, like, but in overall society, I think that that's more frowned upon in women um, but I, I find that I love men who are super slutty because they're really good lovers <laughs> in that way. You know, you have to yeah. lots of practice. Lots of yeah. practice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, me, he'll say, like like you're saying, you know, you know, if Jay's in his he'll like stop for a minute and you're like, want it then. So uh Ace will say to me, like, if you keep doing that, I'm going to come. So if you don't want me to, you better stop. Mm. Like you know, it's like you can't keep doing that. <laughs> yeah, that that then becomes your your choice. Then, like, yeah. I, I'm happy to have my orgasm, but that means that that's going to be the end of the, yeah. that session. Um, so then that puts it over to you, where it's like, do you want to me to slow down for a minute now and prolong, like, have sex for longer, or do you are you happy to stop that? And yeah. that's your decision then. And I, I'm happy either way. I remember when I met you at Hito and the four of us had a foursome, we, it was the end of the night. It was the Nuru night. And I didn't know this about you. And I think that I would have been disappointed on some level if we hadn't ended with you actually ejaculating. And that's just interesting mm. to observe. Mm. Like I'm, I'm still very. Well, that's I the actually, perfect time slot. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies, take yeah, some there's... notes if you want. Yeah. Aces come. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, the, the, the end, end of the night. The end time slot. <laughs> it's funny know. actually. We, we, we have a we have a mutual friend. Um, I'll call her Nana for now. Who I've I've played with with um I played with quite a few times over the last few years and. Oh yeah, I've you guys never... call her bossy. Ah, okay, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and yeah. I have, I've never, uh, maybe once, actually come with her. But it's kind of reached stage now where we'll, we'll quite often play a bit earlier in the night or during the day, and she'll have an orgasm, and then she'll just be like, "You're not, you're not going to come for me, are you? Like, you're going to save it for later." And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> so she, she, she started giving me a hard time about it. Now it actually happened. I, I played with her last weekend as well, and it was a bit earlier in the night. And she said, "You're saving your comfort, mummy, aren't you?" And I was like, "Yeah, sorry, <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry no." Yeah. I think, think mummy yeah. has a a new bukkake fetish thanks to uh, all this all this uh, cum she got oh last weekend. She's like, "No, give it to it me." It was a bunch of British yeah. cum on her face, right? Yeah. It was, yeah. Mm. Yes. Yes, it was. I didn't even make that connection. Yeah. yeah. Union yeah. jacking off. <laughs> yes. We're, we're taking over America one one face at a time. <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh and I think next time you guys both do this, you just have to like start the British are coming, the British are coming <laughs> yes, at the same time. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Oh my god! I I want that now. I want that experience. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, Jess, you said that you have a cum fetish. So what does that look like for yes. you? I don't. I don't know how it started. I just love cum. I just like just want it all over me. Face um, and maybe yeah, everywhere. I'm all about it. But it, maybe it is because of that too. Like I know. With us, it's always a marathon, not a sprint. And I definitely feel there's no pressure to come for guys as long as they're having a good time. And I have never been in a situation where I didn't think that was the case. And I know a lot of guys that don't come. Um, and whether it's the same reason Ace doesn't or not, I don't know. But uh, so maybe it's like a special reward, you know, mm -hmm. to get the come, to be in that like time slot or whatever, and to get the, uh, the come reward. 
you know? Yeah. It's very good for the skin, too. It's just all about the beauty, you know? Well, when did you discover... <laughs> beauty tips from Girls Gone Deep. Yeah. When did you discover that you had a cum fetish? Oh, I don't know. Maybe... It wasn't, I feel like it's in the last year, maybe. Well, maybe it's because, I mean, it sounds logical that it would happen now that there's a lot of withholding here. So when you finally get it, it's like a little present, a little gift. It's a little bit more special, you know? Yeah. And I want to see it too, you know? Like it's a. Yeah. See that. That makes a lot of sense to me. Do you watch the Sex in the City uh, spinoff and just like. Oh, the new one. I haven't watched the new season yet, actually. Yeah, Yeah. So. Um, Harry and Charlotte, um, they're in their older years, um, middle-aged older years, and he comes on her chest, um, like usual. And she's like, wait a second. She's trying to clean up. And she's like, did you just fake an orgasm? And he's (laughs) like, no, what are you talking about? And so like, even in like later years, you can get to a point where you, you don't produce ejaculation. And I guess there are ways to like work around that and then make yourself ejaculate, which he does in the show. But um, I think that's interesting to think about. Like if you do have a cum fetish and there are people who ejaculate without cum, without so much cum. Yeah. Um, Also, what are your thoughts on like shooters versus dribblers? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know, go for the distance. You know, this could be like a future Slut Olympics game, long distance shooting. You know, yeah. I see me and mommy in the finish line. (laughs) Please give it to me. (laughs) Oh my god! Yeah, but you saying that actually makes me think of something else that Ace really enjoys is squirting, and I wonder if it's you know the reason you like that so much as well is because it's that like visual reward of an orgasm. Although I know you can squirt without orgasm, but you know, maybe that's kind of the same thing you're saying of like that, it being that reward, you know, maybe that's kind of squirting could be the same thing for people enjoy that. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's a female ejaculation. Yeah. You see your handiwork, you know? Yeah. It's always fun. Hard work pays, pays off. I started liking that from porn and it was like you're it, you don't know like, <laughs> no 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 um so th- yeah I, i've liked sweating for a very very long time for, from when i used to watch porn and it it was a with porn like people are sometimes acting like you don't know what's real but i guess i always felt like if someone was squirting then not necessarily having an orgasm but it was real, like it was mm, not just a more realistic faked mm-hmm. happening. And I think yeah. it, it, and then I was like, "Oh, I really like it actually." So um, it kind of that's how it started out, though. Like, um, so yeah. So you said you don't masturbate anymore, and you don't watch porn anymore. Is that correct? Correct. Yep. Any reason for that? Uh, I think I don't know. I've I've seen various debates about whether it's masturbation's healthy and porn's healthy uh i've never had like a a problem with either but some people do and i think you can get oversaturated with porn and then it can affect your actual sex life um like i said i i haven't had that experience and i don't know anyone that has but if you go on reddit and things like that there's um a lot of people talk about these things and um yeah I've seen people say they stopped masturbating and they feel much healthier. Their wow. sex life is better for it. Yeah. Um, for me. Yeah. So, so, so there's something there. And then it makes me, if I, cause of the refractory period thing, if I just jerked off every day, I probably, I wouldn't be that bothered about having sex with Jess then or anyone else. So for me, it's a, kind of save it and then it it makes me want to have sex so do you guys have sex quite often i think we go through like uh it's interesting what you said actually made me think of it earlier with like the more you have sex the more you want to have sex so we definitely have those flows where we were really busy and don't have sex for like five days but then you get into this 
flow of having sex and it makes us both want more sex. So it kind of like gets that ball rolling in that trajectory and we're just both more on and like you were saying the same thing. So I think it definitely has that effect on us. Yeah. Like peaks and troughs. So I imagine when you do have sex regularly, it's very like female orgasm focused because he likes seeing you do it and you want more sex when you have orgasms. Whereas then he holds off and then you have sex the next day, et cetera. Is that correct? Uh, Ace is actually always very female driven in general. Um, So it's funny even because I wasn't in a scenario with mommy uh, last weekend where you didn't let her come for an hour. So it's actually really interesting because you know, the other thing that Ace really enjoys would be making her come for an hour. So seems so that's actually the first time mm. I've ever heard of you withholding. Ah. Normally you'd you'd rather like forced orgasm for an hour than the opposite. So that's interesting. It's like Ace is very driven on being a pleaser, I would say. So Wow, I'm glad you mentioned that because that was a question I had because a lot of people, the things that they like to experience with themselves, they like to do onto others. So it's interesting that you withhold your own orgasms, but when it comes to pleasuring other females, you're like, go, 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 which makes sense. We all want that anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, 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 yeah, it, it depends. With, 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 so Jess said earlier, she, she doesn't like that. So I wouldn't do it. But if someone was into that, I'd 100% do it. And with mummy last weekend, it was like, I had her for an hour and she was, she was going to get her orgasm or <laughs> multiple later on. Um, so yeah, it was a bit, it was a bit of fun. Yeah. And she had to ask for it. Please. She sir. did. Yeah. She did. Yeah. She did. <laughs> I love a countdown. I don't think you count down. I did the countdown for her, but that's always one of my favorite things. Mm. I find it's like super hot if, uh, you know, it's happened actually with other people more so that, they'll get me really turned on. And then you could genuinely do like five, four, three, two, one. And I would just come. I don't know what the magic is behind it, but it always works. Oh. A countdown is so hot. Like, wow. I love it. It's amazing. It, it, it works especially well. We, we have a motor bunny um, and it works really well on that. That's like a yeah. yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. So sometimes when I, in those moments of like, say like the, just exists, like counting down or please come for me, or I want you to come right now. Sometimes I almost get like a little pressure and I'm like, Ooh, I don't know. Can I do it? Can yeah. I do it? Can yeah. I do it? I'm with you. And yeah. So it happens to you too, right? Me? Like when, I, when you're told to do it, I'm like, oh no, I have to do it now. <laughs> I feel like yeah. it's finding that right moment where it's like you're close. And then I think by saying it, being like, I'm going to count you down and then you're going to come. Then you kind of like focus in on yourself. Like if you take that in turn, like inflection wise and be like, focus on your body and what's happening and not the other stimulus around you, then I found it always always works with everyone I've ever done it to as well. Like mm. something about it, just like honing in on what you're feeling and just allowing that release as well. Cause I know because, you know, there's some pressure sometimes to come, maybe it just like clears that a bit if it's done in the right, at the right time as well. Obviously if I just walked into the room right now and said, <laughs> you have five seconds, please come. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know yeah. that it would work the no, same, no. but <laughs> yeah, I can, we were in a flow. <laughs> I can see so. there's a timing aspect to it. And then almost like um, a learned behavior. Like you said, there's a body awareness where you have to like work into that and practice it. I, um, I once listened to a podcast before and they're very heavy into like BDSM. And during the podcast, he had trained his partner um, or in their sexual relationship, he had trained his partner that whenever he hits a bell, she would come. And it was wow. a period of training before that, where every time she came during regular sex, oh. she, she would hit the bell and it was Pavlov's dog over time. So that now yeah. he can hit it at any point and boom, you know? So I, the, that's amazing. The learned stuff is fascinating to me. We need to do, try it, this. Take it. She doesn't go to church or something. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh I just love this so <laughs> like a wedding a wedding or something a church wedding yeah I'm just oh thinking uh, through all of this how I almost feel like I want to become more in tuned with my body to be able to have more control over orgasming or not orgasming because 
in so many instances, instances in this conversation, I've been thinking, oh no, if someone said, I'm going to count you down, it would put pressure on me and then my orgasm would go away, which therefore means that I have no control over it and it just happens or it doesn't. So I, I want to have more control over my body, I feel like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're always like learning new things about ourselves. It's one of the things I love in, about lifestyle in general is like the whole aspect of learning and more about ourselves. And honestly, when we, I've been in lifestyle for a really long time before I met Ace too, but the whole goal always for me has been to learn as much as I can about myself and how to make myself enjoy a situation and guide someone there. Like if someone were to come up and ask me, what do you want to be able to articulate that in a clear way, I think is a great goal for everyone to have for their own bodies in general. And it takes time to figure it out and it evolves, but you know, I think that's pretty hot. Yeah. I think finding someone who knows what they want, says what they want and is confident about that is super sexy. You know, that whole yeah. like, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah. Like that could be cute sometimes, but sometimes like, no, just tell me what you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but really I'll do it. Just tell me what you want. <laughs> so, so to the point you just made since being in the lifestyle, what are some things that you have learned about yourself that you can share with others? Like what were the benefits? Um, well, f- we both are learned sluts, you know, we like to, uh, <laughs> you realize how slutty you are. Yeah. Uh, yes. So, well, uh, with, uh, we liked in New York, when we lived in New York, we would always do like the classes, um, and different things. We learned new things we liked about each other. Like, uh, Ace loves being spanked. Uh, I learned if I'm going to come internally, oh, I'd never had a G spot orgasm until like three years ago. I was like, oh, that's not a thing. I can't do that. Mm. Oh yeah, I can. Yeah. But Again, I think for anyone that hasn't had a G-spot orgasm, for me, I think the initial reason people might not have is because at first there's kind of like a pressure where it's not necessarily comfortable for a second and then you just breathe through that and then it's great. You know, so people that maybe have never, that's probably why because they're like, oh, uncomfortable. No, stop. So I kind of learned that about myself with the experience Um, and yeah, we're always we're, we like to try new things. So we did like a, a dominatrix, a Violet Wanded uh, Ace one. So now we love that. And I don't know, just trying new things. Like we both like to try both sides of everything um, with impact play, all of it. So we both know what it's like for the other person because we've experienced it too. So yeah. highly recommend that. All right. So definitely developing that sexual curiosity and playing on it. Wait, you, you mentioned, yeah. you mentioned a violet wand. I, I, I don't know what that is. What is that? Oh, it's, um, so it's like electricity, um, kind of like static, you know? Um, so there's one, uh, my favorite, like there's different attachments that could be different colors of neon. Um, and you can actually see like the zaps, would from your like touching your skin, but my favorite is the body contact. So I would put it like in my underwear band and then I'm electric. So anything I touch kind of buzzes and hums and has this like electricity. Yeah. That sounds familiar. I think you had this at Hito. Did you walk around with this? No, I didn't bring it. Well, you have to plug it in. So (laughs) I need a long extension cord, but... (laughs) Jay has this. I'll bring it next year. He does. Yeah, yeah. and it's it's a fun party trick and like way to break the ice with new people. It's like, oh, have you ever tried electroplay? Let's let's give it a go. <laughs> and yeah. it's touching. And I love that. Like when you when you're electrified, the larger the point of contact with skin the less electrifying it is. So then when you like just really practice slowly releasing the skin and then having one small point of contact, you can feel the humming almost like building up to an orgasm. And then when you release from each other, there's like a zap and it's just, it's really sexy. Mm -hmm. And you can do that, play with it with like nipples and you can play with it with kissing and like zap your tongues against each other. And it's just like, really beautiful and fun and magical. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And like if I was electric and say I was straddling V right now, you guys could be around us like touching us and you'd feel the electricity coming off of us oh, as well. Wow. So you'd feel like our skin, like the buzz of that, which is pretty cool too. 
But you do have to be um, careful with what you're wearing and metal. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of safety involved. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I've also found that lace, like if I'm wearing a lace bodysuit, that's really conductive. Do you really on that? I haven't. I feel like I've been a lot. Usually I'll have like something, an underwear on with a band if I'm doing the body contact. Otherwise it wouldn't stay on me. But I've never found it with lace. I know with like metals and stuff, you're supposed to take everything off um, because it obviously an electrical current um, and like the metals, like say even your rings and whatnot. Uh, we actually have a funny story when we like a, a couple years ago, we had a couple come over, like you said, breaking the ice. Oh, have you tried this? And she took off all of her jewelry and left it in the kitchen. And then the next day she's like, uh, I think I left my wedding ring and all of my expensive jewelry in your kitchen. Oh my God. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whoops. Looks like you have to come back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, so, yeah. Come on over. That's like your move. <laughs> yeah. I guess you have to come back now. So, Ace, do you have anything that you've really learned about yourself or your relationship since joining the lifestyle? Yeah. I, th- I think, uh, like Jess said, the, a lot of the classes that we tried, um, I I never thought I would like impact play, but being the bottom in that. Um, And I did, we went to a a spanking or impact play class, but it was mainly spanking. And um, I was like, I'll try it. And most of the guys there, it was couples, but most of the guys there wouldn't try it. And I was like, I'll definitely try it. Um, So I think it is important if you're going to do something to someone that you should have experience of receiving it as well. Um, and my, my experience of being spanked before was just someone whacking you really hard with no warm up or anything at all. Um, but when it's done right and warmed up, opens the capillaries and it starts feeling really good. So we were there in the class. So I bent over, I was wearing some pink shorts and, um, bent over and Jess was spanking me and it felt really good. And then I kind of looked down after about 10 minutes and I had a big wet patch on my shorts and I basically just been leaking pre-com during this and so oh shit I, I, I do really yeah. like this. so cool yeah so that was definitely something um had my first experience with a male as well um so that's something that haven't explored a lot but something I'm open to I guess just open my eyes to it um so yeah yeah, see, that's exciting to push your boundaries and try new things. And I love that. Yeah. It's like this never ending play yeah. of what could we do next, you know? <laughs> no, what can we yeah. try? You know, I always get that question from Vanilla Friends is like, is it ever enough? You know, will you always need to be having sex with other people? Do you always need the next best best new toy or thing or experience? And I'm like, no, I think every experience has its satisfying levels. They're all different. Um, But we definitely can just do straight up vanilla sex or I can, you know, like you said, spanking or do the bi male play. All of it is the variety of of life is what I love about it. I think from that note too is for me, especially after coming off this incredible weekend with such people that just brought us so much joy and like, it's not really even about that part. It's fun at being with other kinky explorers that want to try new things and are open for it, but also can laugh and be silly. And it's actually like the connect connections of this amazing world that we all have that it kind of transcends just some sexual action. It's not like just call a random stranger up to come over and fuck me. That's not really the whole point. So yes, it's more about the experiences. There's something about the, yeah, the core personality of the people that we meet. There's just this openness and there's curiosity and there's play. And whether that be as silly as us playing card games or uh, a like a, um, a video game or we're having sex, either way, we all have that general openness, which I love about about this group. Okay, so two things that came up for me, Ace, when you were talking. Um, Number one, Jess, I remember when we were in Chicago. You know what I mean? I was thinking. Oh my God. So um, Jess used her techniques on me uh, that they learned in this workshop and spanked me. And it was like you were tenderizing me (laughs) and just like opening up. Oh, yeah. What did you call it? Capillary? 
capillaries. So for our yeah. Americans out there, yeah. capillaries. <laughs> <laughs> I had to like translate in my head. I was like, capillaries. Yeah. Oh. capillaries. <laughs> Just wait till they start saying, you know, aluminum. And then oh, all yeah, done forget now. it. Forget it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was just like, it was so sexy. And like, I've, I've been spanked a lot before and I really enjoy it. And I've had very good, you know, people who have spanked me. Um, but there was something about the way that you did it. It made me so wet while you were doing it. Um, so can you explain kind of the method that you use? Yeah. So this is actually the class we're talking about was actually at Hedo in 2019. Um, and so essentially when you spank, it opens the blood vessels, the capillaries. <laughs> so the skin like actually gets warmer. Um, and you like, you can see like the pink color and there's something to being even sided, you know, both cheeks, um, and kind of massaging as you go. Uh, and you feel the, the warmer the skin gets, the harder you could spank. Um, and it's pleasurable, not like a sharp, Oh, I mean, and I know some people like that too, um, but it just warms you up so that you want more and more and more. And to the countdown thing we were talking about earlier, I feel like in that moment, if you being warmed up that way, if we had continued playing, I think that you definitely could have been in a countdown moment Mm -hmm. that you would have been able to. It's all about that like build Mm -hmm. of that excitement to get you to that point. Um, so, but yeah, so the building, the nice. massaging, how much time would you say that, I mean, I know it's always probably different, but just on average, the warm up time before you actually start really spanking harder. Depends on the person. It could be a, just a, I feel like that was maybe, I don't know, 10 minutes uh, when we were in Chicago and I definitely could have uh, spanked you harder in that moment if we didn't need to leave mm-hmm. and, you know, head to the party we were going to. Mm-hmm. Because uh, you were definitely warm and ready, mm-hmm. you know, nice little rosy cheeks. <laughs> it was it was so yeah. hot. And so, do you like to receive two Jess, or do you prefer to? I do. Yeah, I like both as well. We're both very switchy. So, um, yeah. So, what does I like to receive as well? So, Ace, when you discovered that you liked it, what did that do for you? What does impact play and receiving it? Um, open up in you what's your experience of it I mean it feel, it feels good um and like like Jessica said we're both pretty switchy so I I, I like giving up control sometimes and I do like being in control sometimes too it just depends on who it's with and and what the vibe is um I think there's just a but you can give up control in different ways oh, completely, yeah. so what is it is there anything in particular about impact play that really resonates with you? Well, I guess if it, is it a vulnerable position to be in for a male? Probably, yeah. Mm. It's like uh, that's that's why when I was saying about the class for like most of the guys wouldn't even try it. Um, uh, Ace is the only one that would. So, yeah. so I think it's just I don't know. There's something I guess a bit taboo about it, which I kind of like. I mean, there's also like a a big misconception with bdsm for people that haven't really experienced it like we were actually what i can't remember what it was we were watching something the other day and did they have a flogger or uh it was like yeah, a, and it's like a making someone bleed in this movie or something yeah and they're just like smashing someone with this whip um it, it was not really sexual it was more torture but kind of said to jess like people that are vanilla watch this and then they're like i don't want that and they think it's this bad thing that really hurts and it doesn't doesn't have to it can if you want it to but it doesn't have to it can be extremely pleasurable and almost sensual if if you do it correctly and you're warmed up and like i said before like my my first experiences of being spanked were just being cold and then just whacked and i was like that just hurts like i'm i've got no interest in that whatsoever um but if it's done i don't want to say correctly because for some people that might be their thing but for me, the taking it a bit slower and warming up and stuff, it, it is almost sensual, um, as well as like a little bit of pain if if it goes that far. Now, Jess, you mentioned the flogger. So do you guys often use toys? Do you have a whole variety of different paddles? And All things? the things, yeah. But I find the flogger is one of the most sensual toys when it comes to impact play. Of course, you know, you could make it a lot more impactful, but there's so many things to do with the flogger, just like brushing it over your skin and like, 
dangling it around and I find it to be maybe one of the least impactful things, you know, like the giant wooden paddle I have is definitely the least favorite. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? That's an advanced level. Yeah, that's advanced. <laughs> Uh, you know, I should just use that as a cheese board in the future, I think. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, no one likes that. Dust it yeah. off. Yeah, dust it off. It's like one of those like frat ones. It's not, not good. But, you know, like all the different little flogger, like the paddles that are like double. I mean, they're all different sensations. So it's interesting to play around with different things. Have you ever been caned? No, I have not. Um, the closest to that would be like a crop. But yeah, yeah, that's about as much as I've experienced. And again, you need to be pretty warmed up and and further along in that session to take that. Yeah. Well, I was with you, Elle, when um, this past year in Jamaica, when the guy had uh, the vampire gloves and I'd never experienced Mm -hmm. that before, but I have seen paddles that also have those. So that is for someone that's very interested in that because I could imagine that'd be very intense. It's not really for me. Not going to yuck anyone's yum, but the gloves were an interesting sensation that I didn't find to be painful, just unique. But what is a vampire glove? So, I mean, it's a glove that you have and it has these little tiny metal, almost like projections, like pokes, you know, spikes. It's all throughout the, in- yeah, spikes. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you could use it and rub and it would be like a soft little light scratch that goes along the body. I mean, you can spank with it mm-hmm. and then you'll get the full sensation of the spikes. Yeah. So that's, but yeah, it's just a different type of sensation. Yeah. The guy was, when we were at the bar, I feel like we were at the beach bar and he had it and we were, he was just rubbing down us with it. And I was like, Ooh, this is, this is interesting. I've never felt this sensation. It's kind of Wartenberg wheel like actually mm. that same mm. like yeah. neurological tingle that you get from that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. It's interesting. So it seems like you guys are just very curious about all forms of pleasure. Would that be For accurate? Sure. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And you yeah. really treat sex and sexual things as like a hobby. Yeah. Yeah. I think you should learn new things. Take workshops and classes. Yeah. Is there is there anything else left on your bucket list? Like, what are the things you're going to look forward to or try or take a class oh. on? Well, we have horrible life, so that's the bucket list. You know. <laughs> 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 Stay tuned. Yes. There's a hundred more cards yes, coming out worry. soon. <laughs> Expansion pack. Yes. That's a great bucket list. If anyone's looking to explore, I highly recommend it because it's things that I was like, oh wow, I haven't tried that before. Hmm. Sparks some curiosity, you know. Another way to yeah, use get it. Some, get some fantasies brewing. Yeah, exactly. Do you have any fantasies that you haven't? Um, fulfilled. Jess, didn't you just get fisted? I did. Yes. 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 (laughs) Mommy and I were talking about this this morning, actually, about the circle that we mentioned to you last night. So we need to get on this. Um, The fisting circle. The fisting circle. So (laughs) that was an experience I didn't think I was capable of going into it. It was actually a, a card in slut school and that I got. And I was like, I'm happy to try, but I would be shocked if it would happen. You know, I just, so I evaluated everyone's hands to find the smallest. (laughs) Yeah. But also before that you were, you were having sex before, so you were warmed up and didn't you DVP? Yeah. Yeah, You were DVP'd. So there was a little bit more stretched out to receive a hand. Yes, for sure. I feel like maybe that should be part of the process. You know, if we do like an infographic. (laughs) Start. Start by this. Step, Step one. one. Find two friends to ride at the same time. Step two. Find small hands. Yeah. Step three. Lots. Lots of lube. Of lube. Woo woo. And then you taste good after, you know. Yeah. Um, exactly. But it was really. I was very into it. Um, mommy said I was very. She. I was kind of like in my own moment actually then too. Like I didn't realize until after that everyone had been watching. I was very just enjoying it. Um, and it was, it was intense and amazing. And I came a lot, like so many times. Like I, I don't know what it was like watching, but you know, well, she had, she had described it to me that when she was inside of you, she was actually like rotating and moving and like really getting your fist in there. And she, that's the first time I've been able to do that. So she was so excited. Yeah. She said (laughs) talking about it. Remember like the movements that the bunny does internally. So she's like, I'm to the left, to the right. 
forward, backward, to the refs, to the right, forward, backward. Oh, my God. <laughs> did you have a vibrator on your clit while that was happening? I did, yes. Well, it was being held there for me. Um, by Brandy. By Brandy, yes. So that was that was lovely. Oh, I love that. Just like this little girl – like moment, this little moment. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Well, I like came so many times, and I was laying back and just in my moment. And then I literally sat up, and I was like, "Oh, hi guys, hi!" <laughs> Everyone was like around my vagina. I was like, I don't think any people have just been so focused on my vagina for such a long time before. Oh my god! <laughs> but they were taking a class too because yeah, they were so curious about yeah. pleasure. Yeah. But Al, you were saying you think that's the key to have a Oh yeah. So I, I think the key to a lot of these new experiences is to have a, a pleasurable simulation somewhere else. So like for example, if you're doing anal, have a vibrator on your clit. You will get it fisted, have a vibrator on your clit. Mm-hmm. It's like changing I don't want to call it a distraction, but it's almost like you're trying something new. There might be a little bit of discomfort at first, yep. but because you're experiencing that pleasure. Again, it's this Pavlov's dog kind yeah. of concept. You're you're training yourself to like it. Last night we used a double-ended dildo. Oh, so good and amazing. I, I don't want to say that I poo-poo double-sided dildos before, but I guess I just haven't had enough experiences with it to really know how to use it properly mm-hmm. and to understand it. And I think we just had a lot of time. It was just the three of us. Was it a straight one? And we had like a like. Uh, it was a flexible oh, cool. um, PVC type, well, not PVC, just but, rubbery know, silicone ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah rubbery, and um, we had a really great time with it. Um, scissoring, lying on each other's backs, and grinding into each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had a vibrator on your clit, which helped. Yeah, so that's what made me think of it because so we were trying to find the right um, position because you had talked about using it with Bossy in the past, where she used it almost as her dick. And so I almost started out like that. And M was like, no, 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 lay on your back. So we were both laying on our backs with our legs scissored and we had it in between us. And at first I was like, this is, this is too intense because there's no stopping point too. Like you don't know, it could go as deep or as shallow as you want it to. And so Elle was like, okay, I'm going to stop moving. Like you move on me and, and you control how deep it goes in you. So I think that was really helpful. And then I got the clit sucker out and it just – My favorite. Really? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I love the clit sucker. Oh, um, it's so good. <laughs> I can come in seconds with that yeah. one. Yeah. Um, but It's magic. But yeah, that allowed me to go deeper gradually. And we both came on this double-ended dildo at first, almost at the same time, but then I lost it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we were trying to like we were trying to come together. And it was one of those moments where I was right there, right there. And I I heard again when I couldn't tell if your orgasm was starting (laughs) or you were in it. I was like, I think, oh God. And I came and you go, both were like, no, no, not yet, not yet. I already. <laughs> well, that's say, it. The roller coaster. One of the downsides <laughs> of the clit sucker is if it moves off that spot and you can't find it in the moment, yeah. that's exactly what happened. I was about <laughs> mm-hmm. to come, and then somehow it slipped, and I was like, "No, where's my clit? No. Where's my clit?" And I couldn't find it. And then you were coming. And I was like, Fuck. <laughs> So, but yeah, vibrator, so. distract the pussy, distract the pussy. Yeah. Or whatever your thing is. Yeah. Like, there's people super into nipples. If that's your jam, then like, go for that. Whatever your thing is, you know, mm-hmm. to like, get you there. I think you made a really important point uh, that goes like across this whole conversation, really, which is, it's great to train you things, but you just mentioned how you had some time and you're obviously very comfortable together. And I think that's really important when you're trying new things is to be in a comfortable environment with people that you feel comfortable with, that you trust. And so- sometimes, yeah, safe. And then, well, there's, yeah, the safety aspect for sure. But also you're, you're doing some crazy shit sometimes and things go wrong and you just want to be able to laugh about it. We're, you know, if it's someone that's so serious that you don't, have that kind of connection with like it could be embarrassing as well so it's like 
just want to feel really comfortable. And if you can do that with people you're close with, and then if something's not for you or something goes wrong, just laugh about it and move on. And it's a good story. Um, but I think it is really important when you're trying these things to be with someone that you feel comfortable with. Yeah. Starting from the right place. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. Mic drop on these final tips. These Amen. are amazing tips. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad you guys came on. This was just like meant to be. Yeah. Uh, I miss you too. Yeah, I miss you. Stars align perfectly for this. Thank you for sharing all your dirty details and naughtiness with us. (laughs) Of course, anytime. I'm looking forward to (laughs) these update in a week when she's been edging. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. That. We'll report we'll back. That, <laughs> <laughs> She's don't... like, I'm about to get off this call and go devour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. You might, you might love it. You got, you got to try it. Yeah, yeah. I, the, I think we should, we should do this and report back to our listeners. We owe it to them. Yeah, <laughs> for science and it's science, I'll do it man. for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Jess, Jess, does he get his reward? Does he get to come now? Yes, he can come now. Where's he going to come? If he wants All to. All over your face? Oh, or do you like it on your would tits? Be lovely. Or do you like it inside? It could be a combination of both. I'm here for that. Mm. Yeah, on my face. And then I just like rub it all around. Mm. So, you know. Mm-hmm. I'll send you a well, picture. <laughs> naughty, naughty <laughs> visuals right now. <laughs> uh, well, thank you everybody for tuning into this episode. Uh, we definitely want to hear if any of you are edging or practicing this type of tantric type play, withholding, why you do it, because this is fascinating to us. So send us an email at girlsgonedeep at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram. Oh, B, what's the what's the handle again? Girls Gone Deep Pod, baby. <laughs> and uh, as mentioned before, horrible life to build your fuck it list. Hell yeah. Have you ever all things sex and kink? You can get your hands on your first deck at horriblelife.com with code gone deep. You got 10% off. Boom. I'm L. And I'm V. And thank you to Jess and Ease. Love you thank guys. Thank you guys. Love, Love you. Bye. 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 <laughs>